Welcome to The Receptive Life. We're learning how to fight against the unholy trinity, to defend ourselves with the person and the work and all of the promises of Jesus, but also learning how to receive all of the gifts that only can come from the triune God. Now, that chief gift is the forgiveness of sins. And we often say that when you have the forgiveness of sins in Jesus, you have you have everything. So the little uh, phrase we use in this station, station number three, is repent, receive, rejoice, and then we're called to repeat it. Why repeat it? Well, because uh, we have this unholy trinity, the devil attacking us. We live in a corrupted world that comes against us, and we also have our own sinful flesh. So repent, receive, rejoice. So here's a little station uh, progress we have so far. Station one, station two, station three. So you wake up in the morning, go to bed at night, make the sign of the cross, and you say, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then you say the evening and the morning prayer. And in that you commend yourself, your body and soul and all things into the hands of hands of God. You thank him that he has kept you this day, that he's kept you this night. You promise that he'll keep you while you sleep and keep you while you go about your your activities of the day. And you say, well, let thy holy angel be with me that the wicked foe may have no power over me. And then uh, confession. Now, again, I put those little stepping stones in there from Psalm 119. Uh, You can say, you know, Psalm 119, verse 1, Blessed are they whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. Verse 133, direct or establish my footsteps according to your word. Let no sin rule over me. Then Psalm 119, verse 176, I have strayed like a lost sheep. Seek your servant, for I've not forgotten your your word. And then you examine your life, right? This is, uh, we use the tool, the the Ten Commandments. Think again of a spiritual doctor and running the tests you know, and they come back and they tell the truth, don't they? And so we look into the the commandments and they tell us uh, of our need for the forgiveness of sins. And so then you can say the, the little phrase, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, the sinner. You can use the general confession that I provided there for you. Or a wonderful set of verses is 1 John chapter 1. Uh, verses 8 and following. And you'll hear it often in the worship service, right? If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And we make use of Jesus. You know, First John chapter 2 says, we have one who speaks in our defense, Jesus Christ, the righteous one, the atoning sacrifice for our our sins. And so uh, we remind ourselves then of the forgiveness of sins. Um, We can use our baptism, make use of it, always reminding ourselves that there Christ has purchased and won us and we are connected to him in his death and resurrection. Uh, We use the office of the keys, confession and absolution, and we make use of the Lord's Supper. Take and eat, take and drink. Uh, This is broken for you, shed for you, for the forgiveness of of sins. So we're looking for accurate diagnosis, right? Ten Commandments. The right medicine, which is the gospel. And when you have the gospel, you are promised life. Not just life eternal, but life today. Faith, hope, and love in abundance. And again, what do we do? 
Well, we repeat. So, you know, the cry of the church is the cry of the beggar. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You know, the, the beggar on the side of the road has nothing to offer God. His hands are empty and God uh, in Christ Jesus pours into our lives uh, this beautiful gift of the forgiveness of sins. So we cry, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And the gospel then directs us, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. So where do we go? To whom shall we go to receive the the medicine of the gospel? So God is gracious to us. In so many different ways do we sin, right? But in so many different ways does he give to us the forgiveness of sins, where we can go the means by which he offers the finished work of Jesus to us. We can go to the scriptures. So when you read the scriptures, the main message, the heart of the the scriptures is the person and work of Jesus for the forgiveness of sins. All of the Old Testament points to that promise. All of the New Testament reminds us of that uh, sacrifice of Christ. So we open up the scriptures and we pray that the Holy Spirit would open up our eyes. uh, First of all, that our sins would be revealed, but then also that the gift of the forgiveness of sins would be offered to us, given to us. And through that, the Holy Spirit gives us faith to receive it and to hold on to it and to trust it uh, as our own. The scriptures are the living and active word of God, making those who are dead in their transgressions and sins alive, resurrecting us. That's Ephesians chapter 2. We're born again. That's John chapter 3. We are made new creations, as Paul says in his epistle. And so, Where do we go? Where's the medicine? Well, we can read the scriptures. We go to the house of God and we receive the sacraments. We could say these are promises. Uh, God gives a command to do something. Go baptize. Uh, Do this in remembrance of me when he speaks about the, the Lord's Supper. And so these are God's gifts. God has instituted these gifts to give to us his gift the forgiveness of sins. And so we go to the places where God said that he would work. We go, we uh, we are baptized, we remember, we live out of our baptism, we go to the Lord's Supper, and there God connects the command uh, with a promise. Uh, And so an act connected with his word, and that promise is that Uh, In doing this, God himself gives to us the forgiveness of sins. He washes away our sins in our baptism, and we continually remind ourselves of that drowning of the old man, uh, the sinful nature, and the rising uh, with Christ. Go to the Lord's Supper. Again, take and eat, take and drink. Uh, This is my body. This is my blood shed for you for the remission of sins. We go to the house the spiritual hospital. Um, This is where the people gather together to hear uh, the words of Jesus proclaimed and to receive all of these gifts that come uh, to us through the work of the Spirit. So this communion of saints, this congregating, this gathering, uh, the old uh, old way of thinking about it is too is that this assembly is called the ecclesia. Those who gather around the promises of God, the Word of God, 
the gifts of God and the sacraments, and we go to the house. That's the that's the place where the medicine is. That's where we uh, are given the gift, the gifts of uh, the triune triune God. So again, the worship and divine service of the gospel is to receive, receive from God gifts, and the chief worship then of the gospel is to receive that chief gift, which is. Uh, the remission of sins or the forgiveness of sins. Now, in Martin Luther's large catechism, in, when he talks about the, the Apostles' Creed, he says, everything, therefore, in the Christian church is ordered toward this goal. What is the goal? Why does the church exist? What purpose does it serve? Why, why should we be doing the things that we're doing within the church? Well, he says, Everything in the Christian church is ordered toward this goal. What's the goal? He says, We shall daily receive in the church nothing but the forgiveness of sin through the word and signs to comfort and encourage our conscience as long as we live here. He continues, So even though we have sins, the grace of the Holy Spirit does not allow them to harm us, for we are in the Christian church where there is nothing but continuous uninterrupted forgiveness of sin. This is because God forgives us and because we forgive and bear with and help one another. And so that's the, that's the hospital, the church. We go and we receive uh, nothing but continuous, uninterrupted forgiveness of sin. When you have the forgiveness of sins, again, what do you have? Well, you have, you have everything. So uh, again, a little phrase, repent, you're sick. I'm sick. The malady is sin. It leads to death. We have the enemy of the devil attacking us. Uh, We need help. Well, receive. Here's the medicine. Go to the hospital. There's the gospel given. Rejoice, not just because you have life now, uh, but also life eternal. And when God gives you life eternal, he also pours into each day faith and hope and, and love. And so, again, repent, receive, Rejoice and repeat.